the Big Girl Panties Money Moves podcast. The Big Girl Panties Money Moves podcast is for women entrepreneurs who are ready to stop bullshitting and build legit and profitable businesses. And the voice you are hearing on the other end of the line is me, Rajay J. Richmond, but I go by Jade. I am a business and legal strategist. And I have been so excited to do this podcast and I'm so excited that this is actually the first episode. Um, A year ago, I had a podcast called Leader Chats and it was all about interviewing other women and showing them how to build businesses. Transition in with my new building of my business and restructuring and big girl panties and me forcing you all to build businesses despite your fucking excuses. I'm just excited to finally have this up. You all ask me so many questions on a daily basis. Um, and it's so hard sometimes to respond to each and every one of you. My assistants and team and I, we try to respond to everyone as quickly as we can. But I'm seeing a common thing in certain topics and I wanted to definitely do this podcast. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about is what will we be discussing during this podcast? What is this podcast all about? As the title description is says, it's all about women who are ready to start building businesses and to stop bullshitting themselves. So I want to ensure that we are building, number one, legit businesses, meaning that your business is legal, that you're not a fraud, and also that we are building profitable businesses that we're not only securing the bag, but that we are securing the bank, okay? So it's 2018, and we want to make sure that we are doing Everything that we can to build a big girl panties business so that we are out here winning and no longer losing. Okay, ladies. So the focus of big girl panties is all about business building, all about making sure you're legit. So that's what you're going to get from this podcast. Okay. So the I'm going to go ahead and dive right right in it because like I said, I've been thinking about this for the longest. Right. And so I'm just ready to drop this. So how do you build a big girl panties business? So first, let's back up. What the heck is a big girl panties business? And if you've been following me for a while on social media, you're on my email list, or you've worked with me in some capacity as a client or in my private coaching, then you know I'm all about ensuring that your business is legit and profitable. So that's essentially what a big girl panties business is. It's a business that you built without any fucking excuses and that you built it right. So one of the things that we're going to do is ensure that your business is legit. So you may be wondering, Jade, how do I know if my business is legit? Girl, I got you covered. All you got to do is click on the link in the bio and in the description www.searchforherexistence.com that will take you directly to search for resistance inc's website and you can click on the quiz in the top header you'll see a slider with questions that's going through some business questions asking you if if your business is legit (coughs) you're actually going to click start quiz after you watch you go through that slideshow and that is the results of that test will be emailed directly to you so make sure you get on the email list so you can get the results and it will tell you if your biz is legit if it's somewhat legit 
or if it's not legit. In each one of those different three categories, you will get a follow-up email from my company that will let you know what you can do to improve your status. And a lot of what you can do, um, we're going to talk about in this podcast. So you'll get a brief overview here, but the email will be more detailed, okay? <coughs> so the first step is, if your business is not legit, generally it's a couple things going on. Number one, you have not filed your business entity, which is your business, in the state that you reside. Whether it's your state, if you're in not in the U.S. and you know in your country location, you have not filed your business paperwork, and so that means making a filing your filing fees, paying for any proper licensing that you may need, and getting your tax ID. So if you haven't done any of those things, girl, so that means that you are not legit. Your business is a fraud. So how can we fix that? How can we make sure that you're running a legit and profitable business in 2018? The first step is setting up that business right and so there are different ways to set up your business and depending on your business goals is going to determine what type of business entity structure that you need now there are various type of business entity structures and depending where you are located in the world there are different types of businesses and different variation types of um, business entities so what you're going to need to do actually is you want to get with a business coach or an an attorney that can help you navigate your current, you know, your future business goals and then align that with your current business structure. And that's key because you just don't want to start a business and follow it as a under a certain business entity structure that may not be um that may not be right for your future goals so you want to make sure you sit down with someone hash it all out i tend to tell people think five years out from the date of starting the business so that you have a clear you know perspective of what you want to do you just don't want to think about okay i want to do this business idea so that means i need to set up a business but you don't have any focus on what the business is going to do and as your future envisioning on expansion because you know sometimes we think we want to do one thing in business and the vision could take a turn and depending upon that turn you may need to file a new dissolve your current business and file a whole new other business entity and to avoid that you want to speak with someone who's knowledgeable um in business entity building and structuring so you can under and, and you know have a component of coaching you so you are clear on that and that's something if you're interested in you're not clear that is definitely something that me and my team do at my company me and my team that's not proper grammar guys my team and i do at search for her resistance inc so if you're interested in that you can also go back to that website or if you take the quiz you can respond back to the email and contact me directly okay so Going back to how to set up your business. So if you're in the U.S., one of the things that you want to do is look at your state. You set up your business in the state that you reside in. That's the only way you can set up your business. You cannot, if you live in Michigan, you can't be setting up businesses in Florida, Texas, and blah, blah, blah. The only way you can do that is if you have a registered agent that lives in that that other state that you're in, okay? If you want to do business in multiple states. But then that becomes, you know, things that you need to be prepared to discuss with your tax um, advisor because then that means you may be paying 
the different tax rate in the different states that you're operating your business in. Okay, so that's just a whole nother thing. So definitely make sure that you are clear on that. So let's talk about some of the different the, the basic different entity business entity types. Is we have a limited liability company, which is also known as a LLC, and then we have also have an incorporation, which essentially is a corporation, and then we have nonprofits. So those are the three basic common business entity structures that we have. So really a lot of people they're like, well, what is the difference between the, you know, what is the difference between the different business entities and what should I be looking for? As I mentioned before, it depends on your goals. What are you trying to do? Right? And the whole purpose of filing as a business entity essentially to keep it plain and simple for you all is liability. We want to ensure that if you're operating a business, we want to separate those assets, meaning what you own from the business and how you the way, you know, in the different ways that you do it determines how much tax liability you're going to be expected to pay after at the end of the business fiscal year. So one of the things that you definitely want to do is look at that. How liable do you want to be to your business? Typically, people file LLCs, right? Because it separates them from personal liability. But here's the catch, guys. Just because you set yourself up as an LLC, especially if it's just you in a business, meaning that you have no other employees um, or nobody else working with you in your business, you are considered for, for purposes of the IRS as a single member LLC, which essentially is your are referenced as a sole proprietor. So you're still responsible for the same type of tax liability as a sole proprietor. And that's not what most people sign up for when they file as an LLC. They want some tax liability differentiation. So in order to do that, there's two different ways. You have an S corp and a C corp. And again, I'm not about to go into tax law or anything like that. You need to get with a tax professional that can walk you through that. And that's why it says you need to get with someone that's familiar with business principles and legal principles and coaching because this is so essential that this is this forms the foundational basis of your business. And you just don't want to go in there blind because then later on you have to fix this and it can be time consuming. It could be costly if you get fine. And you just want to avoid all that BS, right? So we don't even want to have to deal with that. So this why this is so important that you're clear and you understand what is going on one okay so that's the llc okay the difference is in liability and in in the irs they look at how you operate in the business so this is so important if you file as an llc because they are looking to see how you run the business they are looking to see if you are commingling funds you know how you use your paypal cash up and square they want to see if you're actually transferring that money into your personal bank account or if you're transferring into a business account. So pay attention to how you're operating the business because no matter what you file under, when you file those taxes and stuff at the end of the fiscal year, they are going to look at those operations and depending upon how you're operating, just because you said you're a business, if you're not operating in a manner that you should be conducting business, the IRS would change your 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 status and you will have to file as that and you're, then you still have liability as if it was just you filing your personal tax returns and we don't want that right 
And then you have your incorporation. This is where you can actually have shareholders shareholders in your company, people who can own different percentages in the company. So this is for some people who, if you're thinking about brand expansion, you know, big revenues, and you know that maybe one day you may want to go public, this is the route that you definitely want to go. The next one you want to consider is your nonprofits. <clears throat> not the whole purpose of nonprofits generally so is so you cannot be taxed for certain things that you do in your business. You don't want to be taxed. You want it to be written out because most of the time <clears throat> the purpose of a nonprofit is to support certain different causes. Now, a lot of people think that I will preface this because I want you to be thinking and so you can do your due diligence. A lot of people think that the only type of nonprofit there is is a 501c3. What I want you to do when you get off this podcast is go to the IRS website and find the different categories of um the cat of the the 501c 501. Yeah, just look at 501c because there's different in that category. Um, there's different numbers in different categories. It's just not the 501c3 category. And depending upon your idea, it may follow, fall in one of those different categories. If so, then your business can potentially be tax exempt. Again, connect with the right professional. So after, oh yeah, yeah. So if you're in the U.S. and you're trying to figure out, so you want to, so if you don't know where to file your business entity paperwork and you're doing, going the DIY route. I advise you to go to Google and just type in a basic phrase, how do I file blah, blah, blah in whatever state you're in. Generally, it will pull up your state licensing regulatory authority where you will file your business. There's different names like here in Michigan is called um, the Michigan Licensing and Regulatory Affairs. Um, Other states, it may be the Secretary of State. I've even seen it uh, with like something that's titled as commissioner office. So you just want to Google to find out where you need to go to file that. And then also on those websites, they have dummy one-on-one step-by-step instructions. So if you know how to read, you should be able to follow these, follow these on your own. But the key in when you bring in a professional is if you're really not clear on the route you want to go, you want to make sure that you're building a proper foundation. So I always recommend consulting a professional who's who's familiar and has expertise in business entity structuring the legal logistics and coaching at the same time so you're getting the best benefit before you file on your own okay so that is definitely something to invest in for your business prior to the business even being established okay um so the next thing is once you set up your business you want to set up your tax id also known as a ein number now this is what actually is going to separate your personal liability which is your social security number from the business so when you are taxed there is a difference right when you submit your taxes between your personal taxes and your business taxes so what you want to do is go to trusty google i love the google guys it will help you in your business a lot and you want to type in ss4 form so ss and the number four form and what you're going to click on that link and you're after you you only do this step after you set up the business entity and you got your articles of incorporation back from the state in which you filed Typically, you do that online. They send you a fact or email confirmation with that information. Then once you get that back, you're going to hop over to to the um, IRS website again. 
you're going to locate the SSS form. I say the quickest way to find it is Google it. SSS for form. You're going to fill out all that information online that it's going to request. It's going to ask you your name, your social, the date that the business was established, the type of business it is, what is the purpose of the business. And so once you do that, you can do all those things online and you can request, you you if it depends on if you want to get a mail copy of the um, tax ID or if you want to get a state copy, I mean, or get an online copy of that tax ID. So once you do that, you now have a tax ID for your business and you can go ahead and set up your business bank account. <coughs> In order to do that, you, of course, whatever bank you choose to go to, um, to set up your business bank account, you're going to need your um, business um, entity paperwork, you know, showing your ID when it's established, your articles of incorporation. And then you're going to need that letter from the IRS. So make sure you save it because if you lose that, they don't give you a new one. So that is so key. Once you get that number, you need to download it. They won't mail you a new copy or anything. This is your only time to get this. And this is something you need to keep, preserve it, memorize it. You definitely need this number, okay? Um, so make sure you keep it um, copious records for your business. This is so important in terms of tracking. You know, if something comes up, there's a mishandlement or something and you need to respond. You want to make sure that you are doing your due diligence. Okay. So now we set up the tax ID. And so the next thing I want to talk about after that, you want to go back and make sure in the, in whatever County you're located in, whatever city and state, that you filed your business entity paperwork, you want to check your local county for the different licenses you may be required to have. Depending upon what you do in business, you may have need to have a certain license. For example, in most states in the U.S., if you work from home, it doesn't matter if you're doing care, working on your computer, you need a business license to operate a business from your home. It doesn't matter if it's your apartment or whatnot. And I will say this, if you do not own your home and you rent or lease your home, you may need to get permission to operate a business in your home it doesn't matter if you're just operating it on your laptop or on your phone you need to get permission to actually operate businesses and this will be determinative of your lease arrangement with your landlord and if they say it's okay make sure you get it in writing if you need to amend the lease make sure you have that in writing as well um so that is something important to remember most counties and states require you to have a business license but again it just depends on the type of business and what you're doing like for example if you're doing care and nails out your home you have to have a business license and there's different categories of business licensing the same place where you filed your business entity paperwork you will also see the different licensing requirements all you have to do is click on the licensing link because they have it there and figure out what it is for example if you're you know alcohol and things like that depending upon where you are you you would need a license to you know certain licenses and something you may have to take an extra test just to get a license to operate your business whatever city or county you're located in some places require you to have a license to sell clothing so it, it just depends on where you're located so you want to make sure you're in compliance with that okay and the last thing that i want to talk about is your contracts 
Contracts is so important to running a business. And this is where a lot of business owners fall short in ensuring that their business is legit and so that they can become profitable because oftentimes we don't have the proper contracts in place, which results in us losing money. So then when we are constantly losing money, we're not profitable, right? So what are some different types of contracts? <clears throat> there are so many different types of contracts and Depending upon your business will determine what contract you need. But I like to tell people you want contracts for your service and products based. You want that. You want contracts if you're bringing other people into the business. For example, like independent contractors, people who may be doing something for you, like a graphic designer, a personal assistant, operational business manager, um, you want to have an independent contractor agreement because that outlines that they are not employees of your business and it also specifies certain liability if basically shit hits the fan. So you definitely want that, um, an independent contractor agreement. You also want something that we call non-disclosure agreements or confidentiality agreements. This is ways that we can protect our proprietary information from um, being stolen or misused or being leaked, you know, so you may have seen this often sometimes when you were employed with someone and, and then your employment contract says if, you know, agreed to leave that you want share the company's proprietary information with someone else. For example, if you sometimes like people like, I know, um, Popeye's. You know, their secret recipe for some of their sauces and stuff. If you go work for a competitor company, you cannot share the um you cannot share the information in with that other company, like about their secrets and stuff. So stuff like that, those is what NDAs is for, is to protect your proprietary information from being shared with others and be, being monopolized on. But we're gonna talk about that in more detail in a later episode, but that's the gist of it. That's something you definitely want. For example, when you're sharing your business ideas and when you're pitching it, you definitely want an NDA. And partnerships. We want to talk about partnerships because partnerships is all about um, when you bring in other people and you want to make sure that you are clear on who gets what, who's doing what, who owns what, you know, who's getting what X amount of money. So it's just another way to outline everything. And that is really the gist of a contract. You can never be too specific in a contract. The whole purpose of a contract is to be detailed as possible. So there isn't any confusion. And this is why people fall short because they don't want to go through the the difficulty and the painstaking process of developing a contract. But I will tell you now, a contract will save your ass in business. So you definitely want to make sure that you have the proper contracts in place because it will save you a lot in the process and guys that is the proper way to build the business to make sure that we are building a big girl panties business this is brief i threw a ton of information at you at the same time um, I'm so excited that you have tuned into this inform um this information. If it was something that I said on the line, make sure you use the hashtag Big Girl Penny um, Money Moves. I want to see that hashtag used on all social media platforms. Um, definitely the post that you saw that brought you to this um 
link. Make sure that you comment, share it, tweet it, do anything you need. We want to make sure that we're all securing the bank, not the bag, but securing the bank. And we're building a legit and profitable business. I am JJ Richmond, business and legal strategist, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.